Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Oh, there's Trish. Hey, Good Trish. Evening. Good evening. Good evening. We're all rolling and strolling in here. Keisha should be here shortly. Excellent. We've been missing you for the last couple of weeks. I know I've, that, yeah, a lot was going on. A lot going on, and thank you so much for understanding, and I'm glad to be back. Yes, yes, yes. I will say, um, before I go into formal introductions, I don't know, Bold was kind of slow this week for me. It was a little slow. It really was. Yeah, I think there was a little bit more ex- excitement, I guess. On the young and the restless, so yeah, I kind of felt like it was a lot of um, trying to sew things together this week. You talking about on the young and the restless or the both? Yeah, of actually, kind of both of them felt a little bit stitching. Ah, okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Hey, everybody! Everybody's strolling in. Um, so let it's already two after the hour, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. And uh, welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and Trish will, and myself will be um, recapping both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week of April 24th through April 28th. And what I'll do is we usually do The Young and the Restless first. Second half of the show is The Bold and the Beautiful. And then we have two other segments, the Flip the Script segment and who is taking a seat this week. And, yeah, I got some seats. And somebody's probably in a permanent a permanent seat this week. Huh. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and do the summary for The Young and the Restless, and then we'll go ahead and break it all down. Break it all down. Alrighty. Hold on one second. Okay. Young and the Restless. Come on, slow pokey. Okay, here we go. Alrighty. Oh, there's Yeah. Hi. Hey girl. Hi, Keisha. How are you guys? Listen. I missed you, I'm Trish. Good. I'm good. I missed you too, girl. Been a strange time in life, but I'm glad to be back. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a pretty... Um, my birthday was this past Monday, so... Yeah. Happy birthday. I was going to ask you, how was your birthday? It was good. I went to dinner. I saw a play last weekend, and then my son and my daughter, they took me out to a seafood restaurant, and then my sister's birthday is Wednesday. So we'll be doing a family dinner tomorrow. Nice. What play did you see? Um, it was just a small local play out here called DOA. It's like a 1950s. It's after the movie that came out in the 50s. And so they did a play of it as well. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty darn good. Thank you for the wishes in the chat. I appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and break this down. I'm going to do the summary, and then we'll do the storyline. So, 
for the Young and the Restless for the week of April 24th through the 28th. Ashley tears into Jack, who is outraged by her spitefulness, while Billy gives Kyle marital advice and then sleeps with Chelsea. Stark's body is found. Ashley asks Tucker to move in, enticing him with a kiss. And Sally and Adam are having a girl. Summer reacts to Phyllis revealing herself to be alive, and Diane is shaken by Michael's evidence against her. Phyllis confesses her scheme to with I mean her scheme with Stark and how she unalived him to Summer and Jack asks Diane to marry him now. Summer reveals Phyllis is alive to Daniel, who doesn't believe her, and then Tucker moves in with Ashley and Lauren and Michael have a massive fight. All right, so where y'all want to start? You pick. You always make us pick. I know, right? Okay. (laughs) All right. So let's start with let's start with this whole situation with um, Adam, Victor, and Sally, and the baby, and Nick. Okay. So my thing is. First of all, Victor needs to mind his own business. His, his you know son, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, I know. His sons are grown. And at the same time, Nicholas needs to get out the way of there too. I mean, he looks like a third wheel interloper this week. Totally. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. When he was sitting on that couch and they were talking and they were so excited and he's got this like partial annoyed grin. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they were sitting over there. Yeah, they were fawning all over the uh, sonogram photos and smiling and, oh, my God, our daughter, this, that. And he's just sitting there looking like, okay. Yeah. Maybe if I you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're going to be obviously annoyed, then mm-hmm. it's time for you to move on. Absolutely. I know growing up, whenever anybody sat around with that look on their face in my house, my mom or my dad would always say, you look like a lump on a log. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought Nicholas looked like a lump on a log. (laughs) Well, I mean, honestly, that's exactly what that was. I mean, he he looks out of place. Yep. Mm -hmm. They don't even look like they're in a relationship. I mean, when he comes around, she throw him up. Uh, obligated kiss or an uh, obligated hug. Other than that, he just feel like he's he looked like he's out of place. Yeah, it's kind of you know, and and it looked like, and I mean, it took Victor to tell him, like, dude, do you realize what this looked like? I mean, and seriously, he, he still didn't want to hear it. Yeah, nope. right. Nope, nope, nope. He didn't want to hear it. Hey, Bree, Bree says send prayers to Eric Braden. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Did they say, did he have surgery? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I know that is, is it prostate or black? I I don't know what kind of cancer it is. I honestly Mm -hmm. do not know what type of cancer it is. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. And I saw yeah. his video, and when he cried, man, I lost it. I couldn't watch the video because I, I heard bawled. that he that he cried. Bald like a baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's not like you know we go hang out with Eric Braden, but all of us fans, and these actors know this. They're so professional, but I mean, they're in our living room every day. We've grown to love and care and respect them, and it just mm-hmm. breaks right. my hearts when this thing when this kind of thing happens. It's just. It's scary and it's it's heartbreaking and we just hope for the best. Yep. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me see what it is. Honey um, smile said or Bree said it's prostate. It uh, is. I just pulled it up. Uh, uh, uh. Yep, it's prostate cancer. But I don't know how advanced it is. It didn't they didn't say. Mm-mm. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they and they also they not only did was a prostate. They said a few days later, urologists found a spot on his bladder too. Oh wow! Jeez. Uh-uh. Yeah. Holy moly. Okay. So yeah, it's not saying any stages or anything. Yep. So hopefully. Um, you know, like she said, sending prayers up to Eric Braden. I mean, he's been a staple. He's a fighter. I mean, yes. even though he was a fighter yeah. on the show, he's also a fighter in his personal life, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. You Definitely. know, so um, Tenerife said that through the treatments is a testimony to his dedication to the show. Because, yeah, he's refusing to leave the show. Right. He's he's going. He's been saying that he's just going to try to fight this and then do what he's going to do on you know on screen. So I would bet that it helps him to focus outside of that. You know that his work will yeah. help him to think about something else, focus on something else, and 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 live his life and not just sit there and wait. Um, right. And if, if you have that strength um, and and you're able to do that, then that is that is amazing. Yeah, there's been a a couple of actors in the past several years that have done that that worked through mm-hmm. that worked through their cancer and nobody knew until you know it really started to either take effect or they right. you know, mm-hmm. ended up passing away. That's Chadwick Boseman did it. Yes. Um no Eddie Murphy's did. brother, Charlie Murphy, same yeah. thing. Mm-mm-mm. Nobody had a clue until yeah. you know it was too late. Right. Wow. Well, yeah, hopefully, you know, he continue to fight this and come out on the other side as the winner in this situation. So, again, we are sending up prayers for Eric Braden. Yep. All righty. Back to the simp Nick. (laughs) Simp Nick? Is that what you just said? funny. Because that's what he's acting like. It's like, dude. I mean, I don't know who's worse, him or or Liam. It's Liam. Just... <laughs> Nobody beats Liam in that category. Nobody beats Liam. No. Too funny. Oh my god. I mean, Nicholas, come on. I mean, he should even feel like you know what this ain't i need to just move on because now you're gonna have if you're gonna continue dating this girl these two are gonna be intertwined for the rest of their lives with this kid 
Yep. 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 I mean, it's one thing he got to deal with Nick, but coming up soon, he got to deal with Billy too. Right. Because Billy is dating Chelsea, and you know he's going to be over there all the time around Connor. So I'm wondering if that's part of the storyline that they're going to build up with that too. Oh, you know, you know, they're going to cross paths in that way somehow. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be some kind of drama that goes on. It's like, dang, how many, and most of the people that's intertwined with uh, Adam's kid's life is people that he got issues with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I mean, Billy and and, and Nicholas, and it's like, let this man be a father to his kids with regards to Sally. Sal, you know, Nicholas, just get out of the middle of this and let them figure that out. You shouldn't have put yourself in the middle of that after they weren't clearly through with their feelings anyway. I don't care what Sally said. I mean, the minute you walked in on the disheveled bed that day, <laughs> you should have said, hey, man, <laughs> I don't care what y'all figured out, but I'm going to take control of my situation and I'm going to exit this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, the stench in the room, the bed yeah. messed up, her gown, mm-hmm. all of that. I mean, I'll be, mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, Nicholas. But no, he wants to he wants to stick it to Adam and yeah, you can't be around. It's like, dude, just stop. Please. Yeah. So then how about Victor's idea to have Nick and Adam work together? Yeah. That, uh, like, what is he did he really think Nicholas was gonna go for that? Or Adam for that matter? It's delusional. <clears throat> I don't even understand how because Nick said <clears throat> that was his way of trying to get Sally out the way. How? With the two of them working together? They're mm-hmm. gonna be trying to chop each other off at the knees. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and especially if Sally come up to the job to visit or, you know, bring some food up there, or he she come to see Adam and bring the baby up there. It's gonna be a problem. I don't even yeah. that whole thing, they just botched that. They botched this storyline. You know, it was one thing they gave him a job when he was working over at Jabot. Then they, they ended that. Then they, they should have let Adam just buy their company outright from Tucker and leave Victor out of it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I agree. You know, it's just so annoying because... Who in their right, like, I mean, it's never, Nick is never going to want to work with him. It doesn't matter what Victor does. doesn't matter what he says. It's not going to happen. I mean, you know, I guess there is that show called Sister Wives. I guess we could have brother husbands. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like even, even if Sally wasn't a factor in this, like even if him and Sally weren't mm-hmm. dating, it still, it still wouldn't have been a good idea because they just simply can't get along long enough to mm-hmm. work together. Mm-hmm. And he would be working for Adam at that. So you know that wasn't going to work. Exactly. Yeah, and Victoria was pissed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, how are you just going to take my CEO over? And she's so, a whole nother hot mess. Oh, oh yeah. God, we're going to get into that. <laughs> I'm wondering if um, because at, was Adam trying to I can't remember the entire scene, but when Adam was talking to Nate, was he was he trying to inf- uh, get Nate to come over to his side, to his company? Who? I don't think so. 
You talking when about Adam and Nate were talking? I I can't remember what the convo was about. I just remember them talking. That conversation was uh, him talking about Sally being pregnant, and oh, uh, was that it? Yeah, and so okay. Nate was like, "Oh, well, Nick and Sally would be fine taking care of their baby together." And Adam was like, "Oh, you don't know, huh? That baby is mine." And Nate looking crazy and. What Adam said was so profound. He said, well, at least that, you know, you don't have to worry about being intertwined with the family because if when that happens, there's so many problems or something like that. Nate oh, yeah. I do remember him saying that. Yeah, Nate was looking crazy because, oh, yeah, who was that? Dewan or Jay Money early in this broadcast dropped in the chat Who's going to get their back blown out? Oh, Victoria's Mm-mm. getting her back blown out <laughs> Monday. In That's LA. not a shock. And I, I usually say spoiler alert, but we knew that was coming. It's yeah, May 1st sure. on Monday, so the May sweets are out. Man. For sure. You know, so uh, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. You have everything. You're you're rich beyond like you're not rich. You're wealthy. Mm-hmm. You're a CEO of a conglomerate. You have your kids. You could have anybody. Why would you want someone that isn't on the same playing field? Who has a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. What kind of a person? at that level decides that's the course they're going to take. It makes yeah. no sense. It makes no sense. I guess when you're attracted to somebody, you're attracted to somebody and it don't matter. In in her case, I think maybe because of her, her status and her power, she doesn't care whether or not he's got a girlfriend. She she's going to, she's going to get what she can get. And she's going to try to take him. And she's going to use her little influence to do it. And it's working so far. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I I guess she wanted what she wanted with. When it came to, uh, hold on, my phone just did something crazy. Okay. Yeah, she wanted what she wanted in the moment. And the thing is, is that Nate is the one in the relationship. Yeah. And the exactly. thing is, go ahead, what'd you say? He just keeps he just keeps putting himself in the position of of allowing Victoria to move into his space. And to mm-hmm. me, if you really like he's already said no. At this point, this is definitely harassment. Um by a a superior to an underling uh, in a work situation. And Mm -hmm. every time she comes into his space, he doesn't back up. Because he wants her there. Right. Right. And yet he's telling Elena, I want to go away with you. I want to be with you. I mean, ugh. Yeah, he knows. Nate Nate is in a... Nate knows what he's doing. He's not. He may, yeah. He may have told her no a couple of times, but deep down, he wants to be with her in some kind of way. He's attracted Mm -hmm. to her, and 
I think the times that he told her no was just out of guilt because he's with Elena. Yeah. But you see how he did he did he not lie to Elena this week when he said he was going to California alone? He sure did. Yes, he lied. Yeah. So you know, and uh, Audra and you know why he did that. Yeah, and uh, and Audra dropped that bombshell coming up. So. And I don't understand how in that small of a town where everybody knows everybody and she talks to Audra and I'm pretty sure Nate knows that Audra and her have had conversations before. Mm -hmm. How how did you think she wasn't going to find out that you went out of town with Victoria? Right. Exactly. Somebody was going to say something. If Even if it wasn't Elena, it could have been Nicholas. It could have mm-hmm. been anybody in that town that knows that Victoria, the CEO, headed to L.A. and coincidentally, so did Nate. Come on. Right. Right. He's an idiot. He yeah. is. He should, and then going to try to say, okay, when I get back, I'm going to take you out of town. Well, that's going to help your guilty conscience, huh? Right. right. <laughs> At this point, you just need to break up with him. Because you clearly can't keep your hands off Victoria. Just no, break up with her. Exactly. And you don't need to be using the dipstick that you put in one oil vase in a different <laughs> oil vase. Because the oils will contaminate. I'm just saying. Appreciate <laughs> I mean, y'all know women are picky about the shoes they put on their feet, just like they said in that movie, Clueless. We all know. <laughs> so if you think oh, we're not picky goodness. about everything else, think again. Most of us are. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Jay Money said, for Trish, Nate may not be on Victoria's level, but he's no slouch. A former incredibly successful, handsome doctor and now in business, Victoria finds that very attractive. Oh, of course. Yes. Nate is, Nate is absolutely smart. I mean, y'all know, I think Nate's absolutely gorgeous, um, but I know he does. He belongs to someone else around here, but um, yes. Oh. I, <laughs> Did you yes, see what Jay wrote? Talking about Nate dipping his chicken, ju- <laughs> chicken drumstick in two oil baskets. <laughs> <laughs> See, all of our minds are in the gutter. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yes, well, Nate, is, Nate is fantastic. But what I'm saying is, Nate, Nate may be a millionaire from his practice. Victoria is, she's a billionaire. I mean, she already got the half a billion. You know, she's increased that. She has her salary, she has her stock options. It's a whole nother level. You know, that's what I was saying. And two, knowing that he has a girlfriend. And that he works for her. It's just a different dynamic. And he actually has a lawsuit against her at this point. But he, cool. he ain't going to... Nate? Hey. Yeah. This Victoria? Yeah. Look at all the pressure she keeps putting on him. Oh, I oh yeah. Oh, okay. for sure. If he decided he wanted to go that mm-hmm. way, he absolutely could. But he, he could. doesn't because he, he, Cause he, wants, because he wants her. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yep. yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. You are absolutely correct. That is a lawsuit all day. If mm-hmm. he decided to pull, you know, go ahead and pull that on in in, in EEOC office. So, mm-hmm. yep, man. All right, did we cover everything with that one? Oh yes, yeah, she's having a baby girl. 
Oh, Sally. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy about that. I'm like, ah, you know, she he got two sons. Yeah. You know, and um, they had that, but it's gonna get ugly in May. Oh my gosh. I saw the May sweeps. <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah. oh, give us the spoiler. Come on, come on, come on. Give it up, give it up. Uh, let's say a couple. Well, first of all, I'll throw one out there. I don't want to give the whole month away. But one spoiler with regards to the salary, and I mean to Sally. Um, and if you guys don't want to hear it, then, you know, you can walk away, turn down the volume on the YouTube side or on the podcast side. But here we go. All right. So it looked like Victor is going to pay Sally to give up that baby to Adam and try to get her away from her own child. What? That is horrible. I'm like, why do you think Sally would even consider that? And of course, she's going to be upset. She's going to tell Nicholas about try to go and confront his dad. She's wanting to stop him. I'm like, really, writers? That's what we're doing? Wow. That's what we're doing. Really thinks, he really thinks that Sally's a gold digger. Yeah, he figured he could pay her enough money to get that kid away from her. That's 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 insane, isn't it? I yeah, mean, that's she diabolical. She didn't what, house from Adam. She hasn't taken anything. Yeah. What reason would she have to agree to that too? Like, how does that benefit her? Right. Just because of the money? <laughs> She'll make her own money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my thing is either one of those, because remember, Nicholas warned uh, Victor this past week, you do something, it's going to end up keeping your grandkid away from you. When yeah. Adam finds out about this, that, because you, Adam don't want that baby taken away from Sally. No. You know, you, and I mean, they talking about, I mean, he tried to buy her a house and with a pretty yard and talking about baby rooms and all this other kind of stuff. And you think that you he's going to be okay with Victor saying, here, take a couple bucks and get the heck out of town and get a baby to his father. Right. That's crazy. I was like, yeah, the, you shouldn't have fired the, the five writers back in February. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Because that's crazy to me. Um, smaller spoilers that's coming up is um, Devon's mom is coming back to town. Oh, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's coming back. Shamar will be back. Um, and then Diane should be out pretty soon. So, And I know you don't like that, Trish. but oh, No, uh, she can get out. She's been humiliated enough. <laughs> She can get out now, but y'all know. I mean, y'all all know. I know y'all make fun of me, but I am. I just love Phyllis's character. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she's she's, she's nuts, uh, but I love Phyllis. I just she's so entertaining. So I can't wait to see what she does next. And as far as Diane and Jack go, I mean, as long as they don't put Jack with Phyllis again, I'm fine. I mean, it just gets it just gets annoying because. You know, I realize that obviously everyone's done a bunch of stuff, but I just think the way Diane waltzed in and everybody was just like, oh, hey, you know, it's just yeah. like, whatever. No, uh-uh. But yeah, they can have whatever. <laughs> 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 I love Susan Walters, though, and Peter Bergman. 
Listen, maybe <laughs> they should let both Sheila and Diane out at the same time. No, Sheila, oh, no, no, no. Oh, we'll talk about JT. That. <laughs> what you say? Did you say JT's coming? Yeah, coming he'll back. Be back. I think he'll be back next. He'll be here next week, actually. Oh. Okay, Miss Elena, Elena, Elena mm. is gonna make that happen. So what do y'all think about seeing Elena try to play a bad person? I mean, she's just a good person. I don't know how she's going to pull this off, but it'll be fun to see it. Um, oh, look at that. We said the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know necessarily that she'd be playing a, a bad person, just a little mischievous, I guess, with this whole JT stunt mm-hmm. that she's going to pull. Okay. Like I, I don't see her being. I don't see her going to like the lows of like some of the stuff that the old summer used to do, or um, some of the the things that Steffi used to do, like back in in her younger days when she was trying to do anything she could to get lean. Like I don't see her being that kind of person. Uh-huh. I I just see this whole thing is. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think she knows, she kind of knows that what she's doing will probably make Victoria mad, but she's not really doing anything wrong. Like, there's there's no laws against what she's doing. There's no, like, moral, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I don't, the way I look at it is that maybe she doesn't know the extent to the harm that JT did to Victoria. And maybe she's not aware of the fact that um, he was physically abusive to her or something. And I realize everybody's, you know, you pass it off on the stupid brain tumor storyline. But mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she doesn't quite grasp the level of fear and harm that put that JT put Victoria through. I don't know. Yeah. yeah she, I, go ahead. Was she in town when all that happened? Yeah. I don't think, so. Town yet? I don't okay. think so. Um, my thing is her intent because mm-hmm. this is it, 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 it looks nefarious because of the fact that she's not doing this because she actually truly wants to get to know Joe JT and do this whole podcast. She's doing this as a distraction for mm-hmm. and it, it's going to trigger her. And for her to do that, she's only signing away her relationship because when Nate find out about this. Especially after he didn't, you know, did the do in L.A. He ain't he ain't gonna be too happy with that girl. You you might yeah. as well pull stuff up and get the French toast out. Well, it don't matter at this point because, I mean, you see, he's getting ready to yeah, cheat on her anyway. Exactly, they both need to just be done at this point. Yeah. You know, I mean, he should have been done a while ago because he's been thirsting over Victoria for weeks. And as for, you know, <laughs> I mean, Elena has been just trying to hang in there and trying to, what's going on with you and Victoria? I mean, yeah, Victoria, what's going on? And he's like, oh, nothing. This is my job. I'm just trying to impress the boss. Oh, you're right. trying to impress the boss, all right. Right. So. Were you about to say, Keisha? Who? Uh, I wasn't about to say nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, 
pretty much I would just say that relationship is over. I think yeah. you're over, right. over. What'd you say, Trish? I think you're right. I mean, I'm over it. Aren't y'all? Yeah, I mean, there's no chemistry anymore. I mean, they you're pretty up. much watered down that relationship after a while before they started the Victoria and Nate storyline. So yeah. it was like, it looked like wherever they put Elena, even with Devon, it was still, it just wasn't no spark there. I mean, is Elena Eeyore from Pooh? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't. Oh my God, Trish. Oh, I don't think no. Elena's mopey. Do you think she's mopey? No, not mopey. I saw. Just saw. I, I will downer. <laughs> yeah, I will say this: this whole JT thing might spice up her character a little because so. she's she's doing something like out of character for her character, for yeah. that character. Yes, because she's intentionally, you know, bringing some some drama to town with JT. I, you know, honestly, I just don't think they gave her a good storyline. Bridget right. Sophie, because wasn't she on the general hospital before she came over? Oh, I don't know. I think so. And so I would think she had a whole different persona on that soap over there. I just think Young and the Restless writers just haven't really gave, given her any exciting storylines to chew, I mean, to chew on. Yeah, they're definitely not using her to her full capacity. I would love to see her get some kind of a different storyline. Now, yeah. now, like, uh, I think that was you, Keisha, that just said maybe bringing back JT would cause something, but I just see a lot of heartache in this one. You know, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, one, not only from Victoria, but this is going to destroy her relationship besides what Nate is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see her get spicy though when it comes to Victoria. Like, Me too. I want to see her cuss Victoria out or them Me get too. in an argument or something. Like, I want to see Elena not be the the not so the not sweet person nope. that she nice. always is. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, there, I would love to see that too, Keish. And I think too, um. I think it would be fun if Elena just um, basically blurted out in front of everybody at some kind of a social event and about her stalking Nate and going after Nate. And are you happy you finally got what you wanted? And adult yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> call her out in front of the in front of the whole town. Yeah. yeah um, who is that? Uh, Bree said, honestly, she surprised Elena lasted this long. I am too. I thought that they would have dropped her char character some years ago after, um, after her was it her uncle that she was caring for? Right, right. After him and Anna left, mm -hmm. I thought that her character wasn't going to be too far behind. I'm glad they kept her. Me too. Just I just want storyline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she just need better. She needs some stuff to chew on, and then I guess maybe this was probably going to be the most spiciest thing with this whole JT situation coming up. But I think it's a little too late mm -hmm. at this point. You know what I'm saying? So maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you, you think I think there's yeah. I think the writers can always um, 
if they put their mind to it, put together a good storyline for somebody, they just have to put the effort in. And I feel like for some characters, they just don't, they don't put the effort in for whatever reason. You know, is it a they though, or is it just a him? Or him, I guess. Is there, a, I mean, do we need to start, <laughs> to start doing storylines for Y&R? Yeah, girl. Oh. Well, I will say, just throwing another thing out there, Victor going to find out about the two of them, though. Good. The two of who? Oh, the Nate, and Nate and Victoria. Victoria. Mm-hmm. Victor always find out about the little hookups, don't he? Right. Man, I know he looking at his kids like, what <laughs> the heck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't need to know all of this. Right. right. I mean, he walked in on on uh, Abby and Devon. Nicholas is in this whole, br- what you call it, brother husbands or something. <laughs> then you got Victoria, you know, sleeping with her her uh, CEO of Newman Media. Wait a minute, let's take this a different direction with the same storyline because Nicholas is a big old hypocrite. Oh, absolutely. Was Victoria... <clears throat> yeah, because he's sitting up there trying to tell her not to do this when you did the exact same thing. He did. Mm-hmm. How are you going to tell her about sleeping with somebody at work when you were sleeping with Sally at work on that couch over in Newman Media's office? The right. only difference is she had the desk at work and he had the couch. <laughs> <laughs> they were just all a bunch of ho ho hoes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You are too funny. Oh man! But yeah, I'm looking at Nicholas like, really, dude. First, go fix the own, you know, mess that you got in your own backyard. I mean, not saying what Victoria is doing is right, but it's like you're trying to tell her what not to do when you got a whole mess going on over there with your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, go stay, go somewhere and take several seats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's move it along. Um, what do y'all think about that argument between Michael and um, Lauren? You know, I thought um, I, I'm with Lauren, even though we all know the reality of the situation because we're seeing all sides of it. Thinking that your best friend is dead and then defending the person who it looks like is responsible for it. I'd, I'd be livid. I don't think, I think I'd have to go stay at a hotel. I don't think I could look at him. See this is, and this is the big issue that I have with, Ooh, on this whole storyline. She, her actions is destroying. Yep. She think it's only affecting Diane. Right. It's having a domino effect on multiple relationships. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You know, and that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't, whatever happens in Phyllis at this point, it's on her because it's all on her. It's all yeah. on her, but we're going to get there because I know we got a lot to unpack with that one. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, with this whole thing with Mike, I, I can see Michael's point too. Friends with both ladies. You know what I'm saying? So, and he's like, I'm also attorney. I need, everybody needs representation. It's kind of like almost how Finn saved Sheila's life. He didn't, he saved it because that's his job. Not because he really likes Sheila Carter. Mm -hmm. 
now you got him on the legal side like hey everybody need representation and why not me do it because if she did I need to make sure she get behind bars yeah so, I mean what's your thought is on that um Keisha um I feel like for the sake of his marriage and <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like because his wife had such strong feelings about it, he should not have taken the case. Mm-hmm. And if he wanted to help Diane, refer her to the next best um, legal uh, or attorney that <laughs> he knows of. Right. Because I'm why? Laughing. I, I'm laughing because Liam got such strong feelings about her working with Thomas, too. that's a little bit different situation there we're talking about a case of uh, assumed um, of what we think was possible was murder Mm -hmm. I just I don't know I just feel like there's a a million attorneys in this country Michael isn't the the only good attorney that um that could help Diane. I, I say that he just help her find a good attorney and let that attorney take care of it. That way it's not affecting his relationship with his wife because that, it's clearly having mm-hmm. a, a bad effect on her. Like she feels like Diane did this. But that's the issue because Jack said that he tried to get attorneys all over and they, nobody wanted to take the case. So here he was the last resort. Remember, um, he was, he's not the first option. He was begging Christine. He was begging everybody. And finally, he was able to talk Michael into it. So I don't buy that for a second. Well, All these wait. shark attorneys out here in, the, in this country, yeah, and not one that. of them want to touch this case. You bet. That's money in your pocket. Right. Yeah. But in the confounds of this storyline... It, there was no other options and the, the way to, you know, they had to figure out a way to write Diane out of this corner. Somebody had to take the case and the only attorney on screen is him. So, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, is that with with um her, and he's going to actually, because I've seen the, the photographs that they took for May Sweeps and, you know, Michael is smiling, bringing Diane home and all this all kind of stuff, you know, obviously he's going to get vindicated out of all of this. And so somebody's yeah. going to, a lot of people are going to have to say sorry. <laughs> so. I don't feel that way. Somebody said that in one of the group posts mm-hmm. about, um, I think it was, it was Summer. They said Summer is going to have to apologize to Kyle after she finds out what happened. And I don't agree with that because Summer is believing the evidence that has been presented, which right now, well, she knows now, but before, what it looked like was Diane did something to her mother. Right. So her being upset about that and the way that she was dealing with her mom, you know, being gone, <clears throat> and then the, 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 the evidence that has been shown to this point or before, you know, yesterday... Mm-hmm. looked like it was pointing to Diane. So saying that Summer owes Kyle an apology for a scam or a scheme that her mom set up, in my opinion, I don't think she I don't think she should have to. 
would she? I'm sure she will say she's sorry now that she knows the truth. But it's not a you owe him an apology. No, you don't. Nobody does because everybody looked to what the evidence was. And the evidence that was planted on Diane shows that she did it. So I don't think that's a you owe. A lot of people will be saying sorry, but I don't think it's a you owe her an apology. Well, what she just my take on owe an apology for is after she found out she didn't say anything right away to anybody. And if I was her and she decided to keep that secret, you might as well go file the divorce papers and, and hand deliver him right to Audra. Because, <laughs> I mean, at this point, how can Kyle, because it's going to be a little bit. I don't know if this is going to be, I don't know if she's coming home next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. But for her to know for whatever period of time, and maybe Kyle might just be happy. But this is one thing that she asked for, which is Kyle to not keep any secrets. And now mm-hmm. she got a huge one that affects his mother. And because she didn't say anything about it for whatever period of time, I don't know, Kyle might get her to side eye on that one. I'm curious to see how long they have her keep that. Yeah, me too. Because right now, it's still the same day. Right, exactly. And she tried telling Daniel, Daniel and he didn't believe her. He, you know, just thinks that she's imagining things. See, and that's the other thing. She told her, you can't tell nobody. You yeah. didn't confess to you didn't confess to the M word that you did, and technically it was self defense all day. It was. It and was. Like, that's why this is so frust. That's why the way the story is being written is so stupid and it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. I'm sitting up there watching this yesterday, and she's begging Summer not to say anything, and I'm like. Girl, this is an easy, this is an easy layup. Right. Right. You know, just go up in there and say, this man had framed me and all of this. And I had, he tried to attack me and he tried to stab, uh, he tried to stick me with scissors. And I, you know, I had to defend myself. They won't care about none of that. Right. Self-defense. And uh, and so for the writers to make it look like they nobody would believe me. Are you serious? But I mean, okay, let's dissect this a little bit because I think this is the biggest part of this whole week. My mm-hmm. question to you guys, um, Trish and and Keisha. Okay, with with the other extenuating circumstances with the poison and things that happened prior to. What happened with between the um, the unaliving of um, Jeremy Stark? Would that raise suspicions to the cops? Is that what she's worried about? What are we missing here? Because I mean, other than that, the bathroom scene is self defense. I don't even think that she's thinking about this stuff prior to because even she could even blame that on I was being threatened. I was being threatened. Like she could say that Jeremy was threatening her the whole time, threatening Mm -hmm. to harm like people that she loved or whatever. She didn't go along with it because that to to me, that would that would be realistic because what sense did it make for her to marry him? 
Right. When there was no, you know, romantic relationship going on before anybody knew that they had legally gotten married. So I think that she would have easily been able to say he was threatening me. And that's why I did all of those things that I did leading up to because he maybe he had, you know, his little cronies working for him behind the scenes. And, you know, I felt like I had no choice. So that's why I went along with it. I so, mean, I don't know. What you, you know, got, Trish? She could even say, and the storyline actually could have been that he had been slowly poisoning her and mm-hmm. controlling her the whole time. Yep. And then the fatal dose going into the whole setup to frame yep. Diane. I mean, but, but really then, the ball oh, yeah, that's right. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because then she could blame all that planted evidence on Jeremy, who now can't even speak up for himself. Every right. Yeah, yep. he, so he told me to take the stuff over there or he would hurt me. And I planted the stuff in Diane's, um, you know, room and, you know, all of that. The, the What about the poison that was in the mask? Oh, he put that in there and yep. I had to do it. I mean, they could have definitely put it exactly like the two of you just said. Yep. We need to be hired as writers and we'll take about, um, exactly. 500 a day. And... <laughs> oh my goodness. That's funny. Yeah. Right. I was, I was surprised when um, she confessed everything exactly the way it happened to summer yeah. because i i just knew she was going to blame it on jeremy but she told summer the actual truth of how you know that she was working with him to set up diane but then she changed her mind after she realized her kids you know really did love her when she when she was saying all this to summer when she said that she came to the realization that um her and daniel really loved her and that they weren't mad at her anymore I'm like, this woman has the brain of a 14-year-old child. Because exactly. that's something that sounds like a little teenage boy or girl would say about their friends. Oh, I didn't think you guys liked me anymore, so that's why I did it. Right. Like, woman, They're your kid. come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I got 20-year-olds, and sometimes <clears throat> we have our issues, but I, they would never think that, oh, I would never think, oh, my God, they just hate me, and I... They don't want to be around me anymore. That is just ludicrous for them to have that written like that. And then the way that she looked at Summer when Summer said, so Diane is in jail for something she didn't do. And she made this face at Summer like, are you oh, she's not, yeah, like, are you kidding me? You're still defending her kind of face? Well, look at Mary Hilburn said, Phyllis still hates Diane more than she really loves her family and friends. She's not. Yes, she does. None that of this is, has taught her anything. Anything. Yeah, she, she has not yeah. grown at all from this situation. Uh-uh. Nothing. I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't unalive somebody. You didn't have poison in your system. You create this whole plan. Somebody is actually dead because I think the driver got killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, your friends' relationships and marriages are falling apart in town. Your daughter is just lost it. Her own brother thinks she belongs in the same hospital yeah. as Chelsea. And it's like, and all, and she's still like, no, I got Diane, has to pay. And I'm like, oh my God. 
when like, she said to Summer, you have to make a choice between saving me or saving your mother-in-law. I, I was I was too through with her. <laughs> like I, I, was, I'm just I was just floored. Like you put your kids through hell right yeah. now because right. they thought you had passed away. They thought you were unalived by someone else. Um, and then you're going to show back up and tell your daughter you're not a you're not allowed to tell anybody about this because. If you do, I'm going to jail. So you basically have to keep a secret from, like you said, from her husband, because that's his mom that is affected by this. Keep a secret from, you expect her to keep the secret from her brother, who she's told Phyllis, Daniel is in like serious pain. Like he's going through it. Right. She doesn't even care enough about that to say, to at least say, okay, you can tell your brother. Keisha. Did you hear what she said? I don't want to tell Daniel because he might do the right thing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> what? I I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> it just it's it's crazy though to put that kind of pressure and stress on your child. Mm-hmm. And then told them, then in the same conversation had the nerve to steal Diane you know, faked her own death and left her child. And Summer's like, you're doing the same thing. Well, my kids are adults. Yeah. They can handle it. So like, she, what? Yeah, she dismissed, <laughs> and she basically dismissed her kids' feelings on that. She did. And in my opinion, and I, you know, I don't know, maybe everybody doesn't feel this way, but I think experiencing it as an adult who is fully, you know, can understand those kind of situations, it's probably a little bit harder than if you experience it as a child where you, you know, you don't really fully grasp the the feeling. I, I don't know. That's just from my experience. That You know what? The pain, because I mean, I've seen it on the, on the kid's side as well. The pain is the pain. And yeah. for Phyllis to kind of minimize because you're an adult versus a kid, you looking out for Kyle, who's already that's his cross mm-hmm. to bear with him. Mm-hmm. You, I can't believe she did this to her own child. What the heck did you just do to your kids? Exactly. Girl, I said whoever wrote this, somebody <laughs> got some, some sadistic minds going on because that right there was crazy to me. Is that is some of the most narcissistic, self-centered, yes. just completely selfish actions going on with her. And y'all, she would never do this with her kids. Like the, you know, I mean, Phyllis, she may screw up a lot of stuff, but she would not do this to her children. Think back about all the things that she gave up along the way, the things that she did to make sure that they had this, that, or whatever. Um, you know, think back to all that stuff. She's never done anything like this to her kids before, has she? Am I just completely misremembering? No, I don't think she has that I can remember. It's always been protective mama bear. Where is this right. coming from? They're basically, I don't, I just, it's the writer's fault. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> and, if I was, and it's, you know, I, to me, that would be hard for me to play that role. 
I know that Phyllis, I mean, Michelle Stafford is a avid mom with her two kids already. And to sit up there and to say, I know it's acting, but it's like, oh my God, this storyline is just way off the rails. It's wild. Yeah. You know, I'm like, how are you going to, how are they going to get her out of this now? Right. I mean, the only way to get her out of this, if she, now that she's free and the body then turned up or whatever with Jeremy on, and she talking about, I need more time. You can't say anything. I mean, she putting Summer in a terrible position. Horrible. Yep. And if you needed more time, then you should have just kept this to yourself until you figured out a way instead of bringing your daughter into it yep. and making, basically making her a liar. Yeah, because, I mean, it's one thing for her not wanting Kyle to know. You can't even tell your brother. That's the that's the other part. I mean, Daniel is struggling and falling apart and all this. So much so, he really, truly thinks his mom is gone because he's looking at Summer like, yeah, you need some help. Yeah, yep. yeah. He, was, yeah. He, was, he was definitely ready to take her to the third floor. Yeah, exactly. To the same room that Chelsea yep. was in. <laughs> And I'm I'm sorry. I I would have had to tell her, look, you either we're either going to the police station together or to we're going to see Daniel or somebody or never like this is our relationship is over. Because you, you cannot possibly come to me and tell me all this information and expect me to keep it to myself without losing my mind. Yeah. Especially keeping it from my sibling. Yep. Yeah. Like Brooklyn, that's, there's no way. Brooklyn Raina said one writer is awful for the writing for YNR. That's that Josh Griffith. It's ridiculous. Josh, that's ridiculous. It really is. I mean, just as bad as this upcoming storyline with paying Sally to get away from her kid. I mean, who in their <laughs> right mind would come up with that? You know, so anywho, then that leads us over to the, all this drama going on at the Abbott Mansion because mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> Ashley and Jack Y'all. are going at it. I mean, today mm-hmm. when I saw Tucker at the door with his one suitcase, I just started laughing. I was like, oh, <laughs> Jack is going to absolutely have loses mind fit i mean I, <laughs> it was i i'm i'm in this one man i'm this is gonna be good yeah it's gonna be good i even said on my recap today i said well when jack finds out make sure there's no knives or hot coffee anywhere <laughs> yeah and then right. on the preview it was like hey you want some coffee <laughs> i know <laughs> That guy that plays Tucker is hilarious. He's really he great. Is. He really I like is. that guy. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, he can play. He can play the funny guy. He can play the sensual guy. He can play the business guy. You know, he can go the up against jerk. a rival. Mm. He's just well. <laughs> he's just many faceted. He's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got the right guy for that. They for did. that part. I mean, that dude obviously must have did some comedy somewhere. Right? <laughs> hey, it's Friday night. Cheers to him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, these two are trying to throw each other out of the house. 
Yes, they are. Yeah. And it's funny. It is pretty funny. <laughs> no, you get out. No, you get out. I'm not getting out. So she got the bright idea to say, all right, cool. If you can have Diane up in this house, I'm bringing Tucker in here. And y'all, mm-hmm. honestly, y'all remember we predicted this like three or four months ago. Yeah. He was yep. moving in that house. I just, that's going to be a hot mess. And especially not only the fact that those two are going up against each other. When Diane comes home, Diane and Tucker got history too. Yep. You know, and I feel the only person I really feel sorry for because that whole thing with Summer is ridiculous. Kyle. Kyle's going to be looking like what type of sad, sad show circus is going on up in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. My, my wife is lying to me. My dad and my aunt is arguing, and my mom and the dude who held some over her head in LA, he's living in the house under with the rest of us. I'll be like, you know what? I need to get my own place. <laughs> so, do you guys think that either of them are wrong for moving there, for moving Diane or Tucker in? Because I don't, is that house in all of their names or is it just I think it's in, in an Jack's estate. name? No, it's not in okay. their names. I think it's in the estate of John Abbott and in the will mm-hmm. it said that his children could would always have a place to live there. And so that's why Jack doesn't have any say and Ashley okay. doesn't have any say. And nobody, yeah. Billy nor um, Kyle, nobody has a say. Tracy, none of them. So in my opinion, because because it's arranged that way if you're getting ready to marry somebody then you need to move out and get your own property i don't feel like they should be able to move people into that house unless everybody agrees if everybody was in agreement different story but if somebody has an issue with that other person which he knows that ashley and diane absolutely hate each other Mm -hmm. he should never have moved diane into that house that wasn't fair and vice versa Right. I agree with you, Keish. And at the same time, he's the oldest and he's entitled and everybody mm-hmm. is supposed to fall in line. And and I know this because I'm the youngest of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and the older one, absolutely. It was like, man, you fall in line or you, you, you we're going to go out back and have a conversation that's not going to be a conversation with words. It was mad. Yeah. Uh, can we give a shout out to Billy this week? Because it seemed like he was the voice of reason. Yeah. For, change, for Kyle and that field. That came out. They just all they just did a shift in his character. I like hmm. it. It seems so much more mellow. He's not the risky, you know, off the cuff wild side Billy. The dude went to work. He's working late hours. He's giving good advice. I'm like. Is that Billy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming into his own. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, um, yeah, that, like you said, Trish, that whole thing with Diane and, and Jack and Ashley and Tucker living in the same house, boy, 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 that is going to be a smoke show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is, absolutely. And I am definitely tuning in. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Um, Jay Money. So said, much petty. 
I am. I'm glad though that Tucker understands why she's doing it and that it's not going to be something that blows up in her face on Tucker's end of the, the uh, of the whole thing. Right. Like I'm glad that he knows up front that this is part of the reason why she's asking him to move in. I do too. I like that too. Yeah. Um, Jay Money says that Harris. What did he say about Harrison? Hold on. I just saw it kind of scrolled. Uh, Harrison is going to grow up to be very troubled looking at everything he's been through at such a young age. Can you imagine that little boy seeing what's going on up in that house? People yelling, screaming, moving people in. Like, poor kid. He's probably looking like, what is going on? You know, right. I-, I hope that the walls to to his bedroom and playroom are, you know, nice and thick. And I hope that there's a couple of nannies that insulate them. I mean, I'm sure there have to be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I would say if they created a a future villain, you know who it would probably be because of genetics? Lucy. Yes. And, and you Lucy. guys, Phyllis and Sheila Carter is your grandmothers. <laughs> If they really wanted to make a villain and make it inherited, oh my God. You got two crazy grandmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's not DNA. That's the DNA, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, element of B. (laughs) Oh, man. You know what? And that would be pretty darn interesting. You know, they'd be like, dang, what's going on with Lucy? And she got traits from Sheila. And narcissism, narcissistic traits from from Phyllis, ooh, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, all right, did we cover everything this week? We didn't get to see any Devon and Abby this week, right? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah. So we didn't get to see. Oh, Sharon and Chance went on a date. Which was not exciting to me, but it was more like a conversation somewhere outside the coffee house, wasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was their date. What? That was their date. Yes, that was a date. Oh, wow. I thought they were just sitting there talking. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't that <laughs> exactly. It was underwhelming. <laughs> Yikes! Oh my gosh! Yeah, so. <laughs> That that was their little date, and he was, was all excited. That date was equivalent to elevator music. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that is so funny. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Make sure we covered everything. Yeah, like we did. Okay, so before we move on to the bold and the beautiful, make sure you guys all almost 60 of you on the chat on the YouTube side, hit that like button, please, pretty please. So um, it can let the app know that, um, you know, to share the content. And also I want to do a little bit of an intermission in regards to the date, the daytime Emmy nominations. Did you guys see them? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I'm surprised 
Look, it says Bold got 14, Young and the Restless got 13. And I think it comes out in June. Um on on CBS actually. But you know who who got the most storyline. I think I saw this in the chat. 2022 on the bold and the beautiful mm-hmm. Thomas or Matt Atkinson and Sheila Carter, which of course, um, Kimball and Brown, they got the most airtime, but did not get a nomination. Oh, wow. I thought, um, I thought Matt Atkinson did for some reason. I am, I'm surprised that Kimball and Brown didn't. Yeah, she got one last year, but she didn't get one this year. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to make sure. Hold on. Because from what I understand, they did not. Uh, Okay, here we go. Yep, I'm looking at, okay, so lead... Okay, here we go. Lead at lead performance in a drama, Sharon, Chelsea, and Steffi and Philip. Mm-hmm. They all in the same category. Oh my goodness. Mm. And then uh, lead performing actor, uh, Jack, Rich, and Billy. Um, actress. Mm. Uh, General Hospital Days. Oh, only Krista Allen is the only one that's got supporting performance nomination. Actress, actor would have been dang for that's actor. Like nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, younger kid, you know, younger performer was Douglas, which of course Douglas got to be in there. That boy killed it last year. Yeah, he's adorable. Adorable, exactly. Um, guest performance. Um, Ashlyn Locke, which he should, because he did really good last year. The guy Robert Newman, mm-hmm. and Dr. Grace Buckingham. Grace Buckingham got a nomination. Why? I, mean, I was surprised about that too, because I didn't really feel like she was on there that enough to get a. Mm-mm. I, I mean, not thought... not per the rules, but just the moments that she was on there. I just didn't remember it being that impactful. Listen, uh, the other thing is, um, why didn't they give it to Lee? Lee fell into a fiery lake, right? And yes. came, came out looking like looking like she was <laughs> one of the, the little um, the little kids coming out of the chimney on on um, what was that, Mary Poppins? You know, she was I wonder, all shoveled all dirt all over her face. And I wonder if it has to do with their status on the show. Maybe her status is different and she wouldn't be allowed to be nominated as a guest actor. Maybe so. I guess. I mean, you have people come and go on The Young and the Restless as a guest, too, and they got nothing. They didn't even place in that position. I'm trying to see. Writing team, Bold and Young and the Restless got a nomination. No surprise there. Think is that everybody individually? Yeah, so no Matt Atkinson and no Kimberlyn Brown this year. Oh my god, interesting. Matt Atkinson and that whole CPS call with the wedding situation. Maybe people were upset that he was obsessed because a lot of people weren't happy with 
with Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that had an impact, you know? I mean, he oh got didn't God. he get nominated the the year that he did the the whole baby kidnapping I don't remember line, I thought Jay Money said that uh Lee came came out looking like a Sha- a Shaolin warrior mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when she came out that wall out of the the alley the trash <laughs> I mean, at least what about Finn getting coming back from the dead and having a bullet put in his belly? They could have right. gave, you know, gave um, what is his real name? Tanner Nobler mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gave him something. I'm shocked at that. I'm shocked at Matt. I thought sure, you know, him and and Kimberlyn would have been nominated. Not at all. Maybe people got pissed up, yeah. but that didn't happen to 2023. With the Bill and Sheila story, mm, that's weird. I definitely, I definitely would have supported um, the actress that plays Lee as at least the best supporting actress mm-hmm. because I, I like um, Krista Allen. I like the Taylor character, but I didn't really feel like there was anything profound. Um, yeah, that she did since she's been on the show. You know, this last year. Mm-hmm. Whereas Lee went through, like you said, went through the whole thing with with Finn. Oh, then, Jay like, Money says Matt did get one last year because of the mannequin storyline alone. Wow. Okay. He had to kiss a mannequin to get a nomination, but the CPS call wasn't good enough. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess last year he was a little more on the the weird side. Mm-hmm. Than he has than he was this year. Gotcha. I didn't even read the summary for this coming week because I mean, like I, I you can't miss this, Keish. But I told um um Trish that it seems both seem kind of slow this week for me. What about you? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I I mean, other than I guess. RJ coming back. It yeah, was but pretty they slow. Spent three days on that girl. Yeah, they were in that office in the CEO office from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it was kind of a slow week. Yeah, that went way too long. That yeah, was yeah. way too long, and then it was a kind of a want want moment because a lot of people wanted to see the contention that they were always talking about leading up to that and mm-hmm. then come to find out both Thomas and RJ are like oh we're good we're we're fine if mom and if our moms can do it we can too I'm like, for hey, now for now but I, I, the, I, the May sweeps are saying that they're working together so I, I'm like okay I thought I that- had this feeling that mm-hmm there's going to be a little dust up or something with them just because I feel like Thomas is going to, uh, to me, it seems like there could be some small tinge of jealousy that mm-hmm. could probably sprout with mm-hmm. him being, you know, Ridge junior mm-hmm. and them wanting him to come and work at the company. It seemed like Thomas was hesitant, excuse me, hesitant to say, Oh yeah, come in, 
come and work at Forrester with everybody else. He was kind of like, well, let's not make him, you know, let's not pressure him to work here if that's not what he wants to do. It was almost as if he didn't really want him around. So I wonder if maybe they're going to have something. I hope that they don't because I would like to see, you know, Thomas and his brother get along. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to to drag Thomas back to the being a the jerk. Dark side. Yeah, because you know they're gonna make him the villain out of the situation because right. Bruce's kids are always angels. Right. Um, so annoying. Yeah. Okay, let so, me go ahead and read the summary for this week, and then we can break down the rest of this stuff. Um, <laughs> RJ family. RJ's family are thrilled to welcome him back, but Taylor and Thomas both wonder how his return will affect them. Liam worries to Steffi that something is off with Hope and Riz beg RJ on repeat to come to work with him. Thomas apologizes to RJ. Wyatt gets into Liam for missing work and Riz declares he has not two families but one blended one. Steffi berates Sheila in prison who gives her a warning and Bill visualizes his future with Katie for his sons and Mike doubts Sheila plans to escape and Sheila receives a surprise visitor of course Mike and Katie turns Bill advances down alright let's just go ahead and knock out this Bill and Katie thing cause her oh, what you say boo yeah. What? Well, why do you say boo, girl? Because why? For what reason did Katie need to go have dinner with Bill? If you don't oh. want to be with that man, say I don't want to be with you. Leave me alone. I'm not having dinner with you. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point? I would have been pissed if I was Carter, and I would have told Katie, "No, I don't want you going to have dinner with him because you have no reason to. Because you, according to you, you don't want to be with him." Wow. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, Katie I mean, I protest too much because I think she does want to be with him. I I honestly think a part of her wants to be with Bill too. She always what? wants to be with Bill. Yep. Which is stupid because Bill yep. always lets her down, yep. and it's stupid because Bill literally said she heard Bill say to Brooke, "You're the love of my life." Yep. She heard him say that to her. And for some reason, she still wants to be with him. And I'm just, it just, I'm floored. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, well, it. she shouldn't have never kissed that dude in the first place. You know, when she came back and she fell in love with the whole hero complex. And you gave that man false hope. You shouldn't have. She walked over there, Carter left the room, she slapped him, and then she pulled him in for a kiss. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say Bill got false hope. That's always the dumbest scene. Oh, I'm going to slap you. Okay, now I'm going to kiss you. That That was stupid. And now I'm in love with Carter. Yeah, we're not in like 1962. Let's, let's, (laughs) in the year we're in now, if you're going to slap somebody, you're going to slap them. Then you're going to look at them. And if you do still love them, I mean, I don't know. You, I don't. It just doesn't happen. Does that happen to you guys in real life? Honestly, have you done uh, that? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. And I ain't gonna lay hands on somebody anyway. Right. <laughs> well, and not only that, it's like, <clears throat> does this really happen? I mean, come on. 
Maybe it right. does. Oh, Bree said the writers didn't even care to show a lot a love making scene between the two of them. She just wake up in bed with him, and then she had the nerve to ask, "How was it with Quinn?" That, yeah, that was, was weird. Weird. That was weird. It was very weird. It's like this is not the right time to be asking about his ex. There right. is no right time, is there? No. I mean, I do know people discuss their exes, but not after you just slept with your current guy. Mm-mm. And I'm definitely not going to ask you how the sex was. No. Right. Mm. I'm just, I don't want to know that. No. <laughs> I mean, so, okay, so uh, this is going to sound really stupid. Maybe, maybe it will sound stupid. Maybe it doesn't. But okay. So if you, if you have sex with a person, Mm-hmm. And you have your way of having sex. Would you then? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Use the word intimacy. I don't want to get flagged. Oh, great idea. Okay, sorry. Okay, so you're being intimate with someone. Mm-hmm. And if that's your form of, like, that's your way of expressing yourself when you're intimate, would you express yourself in that way with another person or would it be a different physical intimacy? You know what I'm saying? Like your likes, your dislikes, that kind of thing. Uh, I feel like you're going to do what you like regardless. So then it wouldn't be different? I wonder if she was more so asking how was Quinn herself and not necessarily I guess that's how I looked at it. And either way, it's still weird to it is, yes. that right either after way. you're intimate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. That was I that was an odd scene. Yes. Yeah, very. Very. I mean, at least give us some body movement with Carter. I mean, I know Bree was hoping for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that right, Bree? I know you probably heard what I said. Let me know what you what, what your thoughts is. You probably want to see a little bit more of Carter. Yes. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I she shouldn't have even gave that gave Bill any false hope on that. I'm just right. and then Bill has got pictures sitting up, he's bragging to his sons about what mm-hmm. he's gonna do, and, and it fell right on his face. Yeah, I if they do this to Carter again, I'm like, yeah, they might as well just take Carter off that show. Because they have been jerking him around for I don't know how many years now when it comes to love interest. They put him mm-hmm. with somebody and two seconds later they snatch that person away. So I'm hoping that this is just a tease and they are not really about to break um, Katie and Carter up to put her back with Bill because history has shown us that her and Bill never work out because mm-hmm. at some point Bill gets obsessed about Brooke and wants to be with Brooke. And it's going to happen again. Of course. But you know, in the beginning, Bill didn't like Brooke. Like, he really did not like Brooke. She annoyed him. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember. Yeah, and that's what I don't understand there. And then the one thing that I don't get about Carter is that Carter has actually said over and over and over again that he wants a family. Meaning he Mm -hmm. wants to have kids. He wants to have kids. He and Katie aren't going to have kids. I think that's. I think he's got the best shot with her though, because I think Katie is supposed to be in her 
40s maybe but wasn't it like a miracle that she had will to begin with because of the heart right. plan yeah and she's got health else? i yeah, mean she's got those health issues so she right. can give them what he really said he wanted so i'm just i mean not that you can't obviously adopt and so forth there's all kinds of ways of of having a family and having a baby um yeah. but it's not just having a baby but you know i'm just saying she's older and she's she's you know maybe she doesn't want to raise another child a baby and child you know yeah. yeah, it's just like they just putting Carter where they get him in wherever he can fit in, and then he gets pretty dumped. much so annoying. And Carter deserves a, just such a better storyline. Bree yeah, said, "Um, she she said laughing out loud. I was very disappointed. I need to see all of Carter, even Carter and Paris had, <laughs> had an intimate scene, right?" <laughs> I knew she was going. I know she was looking forward to more of Carter. That man got a very, very nice body. Well, let me just say, is there anybody that like wouldn't want to see more of Carter? Because I mean, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, you know, watching him on, uh, you know, in his personal videos where he's at the gym working out, I can see why the man looks so good. Oh, his wow. workouts are vigorous. I mean, he be doing his thing, busting the sweat and get them abs tight. <laughs> you like those videos, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he is definitely a beautiful man. Yes, yeah, he is. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes, he is. I know his wife is very happy, especially she gets to see all of him. More right, than right, right. And he mm -hmm. looks like a really nice person, too. Right, yeah. right. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Good for them. Um, let's move on to man. Okay, you might as well let's do Sheila. Okay, how many people are gonna keep showing up poking the bear at that prison? Okay. <laughs> how does she have so many visitors? Like, isn't there like a rule as to like how many visitors you can have? And don't you have to be there for a certain number of days before they even allow you to have visitors? She's got a lot of special perks for somebody that killed someone. And it really the people. My my biggest question was how did how was Mike able to get in to see her? Another thank prisoner. You. Thank <laughs> you. From the men's side. That does not happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, even even Sheila didn't expect this many visitors. Because when she was when the uh, guard said you got a visitor, who? <laughs> who is it this time? Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, and they they just lining up talking trash to this lady. And I'm like, you do know her history. Right. If she gets out, <laughs> she coming after you guys. And, and Steffi just love to poke that bear. And I'm like, she was coming after them anyway. She was going to come out matter. Anyway. Right. But the thing is, is that they all of them just one by one, they show up and they talk crazy. And it's like, okay, keep it up. It's definitely yep. pointless, but and I like. I it. mean, who are, who are we kidding? Sheila was going to come out of jail and do what she was going to do, regardless of if they went in there to visit her or not. Right. Yeah, but like you said, why did they? I mean, Mike Guthrie, you can't bring another inmate to visit somebody on the other exactly. Side. Okay, so this secret visitor that shows up is that James Warwick? Is it Jack? Who is it? Who is it? I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't have I, any guesses. I got to do some digging. I thought I saw something. It's Hold on. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. 
That is Finn's dad's name, right, Jack? Jack. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me see what I can come up with right quick. Um, I forgot all about Jack. Yeah, oh, right. They had teased that they were supposed to bring that man back. I guess the contract fell through. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, visitor. See if I can find anything. And anybody in the comment section, Mike was, but I thought there was another visitor that's supposed to come and see her. Was Mike the only guy or was it somebody else? No, there's somebody that showed up at the very end. And they showed just a shadow profile. Mm -hmm. And you didn't get to see who it was because that was the cliffhanger. Wait a minute. There's some comings and goings. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, it should tell me who's coming and who's going. And that'll give me. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't want to be stuck on this too long. Okay. Bald and the beautiful. Mm. Yeah, the only people that's coming on, they don't really have anything to do with... Because the guy from Good Times, Jimmy Walker, he'll be coming on the show. Oh, yeah? To cool. do some, yeah, next week to do some scenes with uh, with um, Deacon. And then uh, some... Oh, show. you that's, know what? Hmm. We, for, we didn't mention the celebrities that were on there last week, which was um, Lil Nas X and... Um, James Corden. James Corden. James yeah. Corden. They were so funny. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Totally. I like when they drop little celebrities in there. Mm -hmm. Or usually it's the people that were on like Big Brother or, or Amazing Race or the other competition reality show they have on CBS. Somebody yeah. said in the comments they think it could be writer. Oh, I was right. I was wondering that too. That's a good guess, you guys. I forgot. I keep forgetting about Ryder. I used, to, I, I used to love Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not incorporate um, her kids? Because she got a lot of them. Yeah. Maybe they'll. Maybe she will use Ryder to try to get to Finn. But I mean, Ryder himself doesn't particularly care for Sheila like that, right? Cause I he think he her. stuck beside her for as long as he did, just because Daisy. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. No. Well, I'm interested to find out because they really not giving up the details. I feel like that's going to be pretty quiet. So maybe they want to shock us with something. Yeah, I guess. Um. But yeah, Sheila and Mike and all that. I'm like, okay. And I, 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 today's episode to me was an absolute bore for me. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, I mean, I mean the really... entitlement of Bill was that was something to behold, wasn't it? I mean, that was. I guess the crazy thing is outside of that storyline is this whole thing with Liam. Liam is missing work, missing meetings. Being over at oh, yeah. we keep bugging Steffi about hope, and it's like, dude, showing up to the house, what <laughs> showing up to Steffi and Finn's house to talk about his insecurities when it comes to Thomas. I would have put him out if I was her, yeah. Like, I, how many times do we have to talk about this? I've you told you that I'll talk to her, I can't do anything else beyond that. 
<laughs> like right. How many times if they don't lock that door? Right. Shouldn't have to. Though. <laughs> I mean, for crying out loud, yeah. who just walks through a front door. I mean, they I could mean, have been on the couch. Again. Well, I mean, look at what happened when Sheila burst in that time. Right. They walked on the couch. You know, Liam just walked up in the house and then want to throw his hands up like, oh, I didn't see anything. Maybe you should have knocked first. Exactly. He keeps coming. He like, he sees it all. And, but he, <laughs> continues, he continues. He did. <laughs> I mean, puts his head down and his hand up. Oh, I'm still walking towards you, even though I see that you're, you know, loving on each right. other. Because what I have to talk to Steffi about is that important. It's super important, man. Get out of your house. Let me talk to and, your wife. You know, anyway, I would say, and that's her ex. At the end, I know they share a kid together and whatnot. And I mean, nothing's going on with them right now. But as I'd be like, if I was feeling I'm like, look, dude, you can't just be showing up at my house anytime to be talking about your problems. You need to go talk to your wife. Boundary. Right. You know, and even Finn was looking crazy, even though he had to go to work. And Steffi was giving him the stank eye after a while, like, dude, I'm sick of hearing this. Yep. You at my you at my company, you at my house. Mm-hmm. You, you need to go figure that out. Leave me out of it. Exactly. <laughs> right. No more heinous interrupt us, please. You know, I mean, dang. And then Wyatt is like, dude, where were you? That you miss, and yeah, it's just one meeting, Liam. You have a job, go right. do it. <laughs> so, he's uh-huh. had the same conversation with Steffi for, for about three weeks now, right? Yeah. So, um, what else we have? Oh, um. Ridge trying to bridge, trying to get Ridge uh, Jr. over to work for the company. And that dude does not want to be there. He's like, look, just let me live my life. Right. So is he supposed to be, is, is he also an artist? Is that what Ridge was saying? Well, he's, he's got to talk. Go ahead. Oh, I just wasn't sure if he was um, alluding to the fact that RJ is also an artist like Tom, like he and Thomas are. Uh, I guess he was trying to say that because he's a social media influencer, which is, you know, you got to be very creative in marketing and come up with the right posts and different eye-catching hooks to get people to engage with your content. So I guess he looked at that as being artist. Oh, okay. And that, I, mean, I thought maybe he was a designer. Yeah, and so I don't know if he... I, I thought this week we'll see him actually... Because they were saying that he was supposed to get offered a position where he was going to, um, you know, like do the social media stuff for, for Forrester, but I didn't mm-hmm. see that this week. All I see is this whole... Man, that whole picture that they took look like a freaking poly situation. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah. And him and his blended family. And Ridge is right front and center in the middle of this. And you got all them kids and two wives up in there. And it's like, yeah, it's a blended family, all right. Right. The old sister wives. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, you know, I know what they was trying to do. They trying to keep the peace and make it less drama and contentious because, you know. But you see how um, when Thomas and uh, Taylor were talking about, he asked her how she felt about RJ being back. And he said, do you think that him coming back will bring Bridge and Brooke back together? And she was like, yeah, I do. Yep. I was kind of I was shocked that she said that. Yeah, because it's gonna happen. They're trying to prepare us for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, why take us through all of that, and and then have poor girl left at the altar? They become BFFs only for, and then they make this girl pack. No men allowed. And Ridge, we choose ourselves, and then you gonna end up with him anyway. Wah, right. wah, wah. So, yep. but I guess it couldn't last forever. They, those girls eventually would have to be with somebody, but they need to give, they need to give Taylor somebody. Yeah. I know, yeah, they do. I mean, maybe they could put her with Bill if they just stick with Carter. What do y'all oh, think? Bill. I wouldn't have a problem seeing if that would work out. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem seeing either Bill or Deacon just to see what might transpire. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody new. I don't know. What's yeah, the budget? Well, Do you have a budget for somebody new? Can anybody tell us? <laughs> I mean, honestly, Do we know this information? <laughs> I mean, Sheila is, Deacon is stuck on Sheila Carter. So, yeah. and we're going to see a lot more of that happen in May. Um, yes. but if if she decides to stick in stick with Carter, Bill is the only free guy that's available. Yeah, yeah. So and I mean, and of course, if Brooke ends up back with Ridge, which is that's what it's looking like. Yeah, you know Taylor's single solo dolo. So you know you might as well just put them two together. Well, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind it. And I think it'd be really cool if they did like some really awesome remote shoots with them, mm-hmm. make a beautiful couple. And then we get to see some really cool scenery that we might not otherwise see, you know, some of us, and it'd be fun to watch it. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, I guess I'll just give a, my thing is just get Taylor somebody. Don't bring, don't bring Krista Allen. We've been without Taylor all this time. She didn't get back in good graces with her kids. Yep. We're past the whole Ridge storyline CPS call, blah, 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 blah. Her murder has been, I mean, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Red her, Yeah, her, her um, bullet in the back the situation with Bill, she's exonerated. You know, so now what? Something to chew on. And I would think that would be a guy. So bring back a doctor or something. Somebody at the hospital. Somebody new. Yeah, I mean, your son-in-law works at the hospital. Hook hook your mother-in-law up with somebody. Right. (laughs) So, okay. Um, man, all we had this week was Bill. Okay, did we get a little bit of the Thomas Hope thing? She did made a couple of googly eyes this week. I vaguely remember them for a minute this week. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, because right before, right before they went to the office to see um, RJ, mm -hmm. they were in that other office talking about stuff and, and um, Taylor had come in there and then they all found out that he, you know, she told him that he was there and then they all, you know, went over the hope went first and then Thomas and Taylor went. Okay. Because gotcha. Charlie came and told him that, that he was there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. about it. I mean, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, it was not much at all. And it looked like next week, Hope is going to make another romantic night with Liam again. I'm like, why? You've been, you've been trying to drag and build anticipation up with this thing with Thomas. And I mean, granted, but are you going to be trying to do sleep with him just sure that you can get your mind on Thomas again. I think I the writers I think the writers are showing us their relationship deteriorate. Is what oh. I think. I think uh, oh okay. That's why they're showing yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I mean Wait, even whose relationship? Liam uh, and Hope's. Oh yeah, okay. Liam. We're uh, witnessing he, her think of oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, and Liam even thinks that maybe this may be more of hope. You remember what he was saying? Do you think maybe it's hope, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. If you knew what she was thinking, go ahead, uh, Trish. No, I was just saying that, you know, by seeing her, um, you know, think about Thomas while they're intimate, um, you know, it's, it's those kinds of things that are just, you know, it's obvious where viewers, we know this is going and, mm -hmm. um, they're just having us watch it happen. Um, uh, it's yeah. just, it's just the, the, the fracturing of, of the communication, the fracturing of the ability to be with the person and be present when you're with them, um, mm -hmm. because our mind is wandering and of course, you know, he's wondering why he feels disconnected. And it's because she's not thinking about you, dude. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I, mean, I wish that they would show them like actually getting into little arguments here and there. Yeah. Because right now it's just, I, I think Hope is just trying to convince herself that she is still, I mean, I, maybe she is still in love with Liam, of course. She can be in love with one man and starting to have feelings for another. But, like, I want to see them actually get into disagreements and arguments. Because yeah. right now, we're just seeing Liam complain about Thomas to Steffi or to Wyatt or whoever will listen to him. And then we just see her, you know, being nice and friendly with Thomas or having her little daydreams. But there's really nothing else mm -hmm. that's happening. Like we, when was the last time we saw Liam and Hope in a scene together? Mm. Like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they could do a little better. The last not, time we seen them was when he was trying to get her to go home in the middle of the day. Remember? Oh, that's right. While they were at the office, right after yeah. he got finished talking to Thomas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, Liam. Not I don't know. I just feel like if they, when they do, or if they do end up breaking up, it's just going to come out of nowhere and there's not going to be any real transition from yeah. a scene like the actual breakdown of their relationship to them breaking up. 
Yeah, just the physical part with on her part and then him. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. There do there needs to be scuffles. There needs to be disagreements and 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 just the her being snappish because she's mm-hmm. annoyed because she doesn't want to be there all mm-hmm. the time he's there and she's annoyed with herself i'm sure as much as she's annoyed with him um because yeah. you know your brain it's you know you may have an awareness of what you're thinking but that doesn't mean <laughs> that it's not going to keep popping back in your head oh my right. god these comments are hilarious Bree said liam is not putting it down like he used to <laughs> he, he has these two girls <laughs> He has these two girls chasing him, and now uh, he has. Wait a minute, he had two girls chasing him. Now he's chasing behind them. Um, Jay Money said he, uh, that Thomas is definitely going to end up in her. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> Y'all, well, too funny. What'd you say? Well, well. <laughs> 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 yes, matter of fact, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. The question is not if, but when. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, she can try to sleep with Liam. Liam is going to be like, dang, I, I lately I've been having the best intimacy ever. I don't know what's going on. Right. Oh, well, you might want to thank Thomas for that one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was amazing. That was unlike anything we've ever done before. Yeah, well, he said that the last time when he was talking right. to, uh, to Wyatt, and he was like, Man, we haven't been like that in a long time. I'm like, Dang, what was y'all doing? Right. Right. <laughs> I wonder how long I wonder how long they're gonna drag this whole thing out where Hope is daydreaming about Thomas. Before, Before something she, actually happens, yeah, yeah. yeah they better not drag this all the way out to November. I it better not. be May sweeps. <laughs> it better be this coming month. Um, Bree says since Phyllis is on the run, this would be a great opportunity for her to go to L.A. and get with Bill. Oh my God, you talk about destructive. Putting Bill and <laughs> Phyllis together. Mm. Yeah, that'll be crazy. Bill and Phyllis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then Sheila can say, well, you know, hey, we both two grandmamas that had the same man. Mm. (laughs) Oh, my God. But anyway, um, I I don't know. That would be something interesting to put Phyllis with Bill. That would be one. I mean, because she's got that Sound like Quinn. Phyllis. Yep. You don't think yeah. so? Yeah, no, I think I think they're somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, some of Jay Money said one of the commenters said that seven of the cast members are going to Rome this summer, including Hope and Thomas. Ooh. I think that could be where the affair happens. Boy, what a beautiful place for that to happen, huh? Right. Y'all better, if that's the case, writers, if you're listening to this, y'all better make it good. I need balconies. I need some some lights. 
them taking tr- walk away trips ever, but then wait a minute, she's still married, so wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I mean, everything else this week, we only had like three storylines, we had and all them people visiting her, the blended family storyline, and then this thing with Katie Carter and Bill. That's it, yeah, yeah, it wasn't much. Right, and three out of the five days was about Ridge and the blended family situation. So, all right, y'all ready for the last two segments to flip the script and the who's taking a seat? Let's do it. All right, so let me get that up for you guys. All right, so for those that don't know if you're new here our flip the script segment if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change that's where you flip the script and then um who's taking a seat well that's pretty self-explanatory if somebody just needs to go and sit down somewhere and be quiet that's who's taking a seat so who what do you got for the young and the restless my my going first yeah, yeah, you um, My young and the restless flip is somebody catching Summer and Phyllis talking since they was wide out in the open in the park. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> you supposed to be uh, dead and gone, and you sitting out on a park bench with your daughter talking openly, mm-hmm. like not trying to hide, no disguise, nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that would have been my flip if somebody actually catching them. And you oh, by the way, Keisha and Trish, you see they left that hole in the story because we never got to see what happened in that bathroom with her and Jeremy. Uh, we did not. And, and mm-hmm. she turned around and told Summer that she blacked out. Remember, she said, I just blacked out. And next thing I know, I, I had, you know, blood on my hand and scissors. I'm like, okay, writers, you just let that one. I mean, I guess that we don't need a description, but I just thought that yeah. was interesting. Go ahead. No, I missed that she said that. Yeah, she said that. That puts puts a little, I don't know. Maybe she did actually black out and she did say that one of his prison guys, one of his prison friends helped her move his body. So I wonder if she blacked, when she blacked out, maybe he was the one that actually did it, trying to protect her or, you know, trying to help her out. Mm-hmm. But just let her think it was her since she couldn't remember. Hmm. Now that's that's actually an interesting thought. Yeah. She blacked out like the screen blacked out on us when she unalived them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jay Money is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, but go ahead, finish your uh ooh. um you had another flip or you were done, uh Keish? No, that was my only flip. Okay, what you got, Trish? My flip the script would be that um, Phyllis would have come up with something before she showed her face and had a whole different storyline about what happened and then could just go on and have to live with the lie. Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, could we just have like the... Actually, no, I change it. I change that. I'm going to go even more ludicrous. Let's just pull let's just pull a Dallas and JR woke up. And let's just say that Phyllis woke up 
Well, all this happened and it was a nightmare that she had. And we're going to go back to like a month ago and we're going to just start over from there. That's my storyline. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, my flip the script would have been um, if I was Summer and I found out somebody wanted to meet me and it was about you know, because she had a, un, a text that she didn't know where it was coming from. She just meeting somebody random. And like you said, I think that was Keisha talking about somebody just in open daylight. Phyllis just strolling the town. If I yeah. was her, I would be, I would put my record on and record the whole thing. <laughs> if you were Summer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, put my phone in my pocket, hit the voice memo button if she got an iPhone, and record the whole conversation. Yep. And then Daniel would be like, you you losing it. You don't know what you're talking about. I see her in my dreams, too. Well, here, you can listen to her in your dreams, too. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, so what y'all got for bold, 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 bold? Um... My, I didn't really have a good flip for bold other than the same thing I had last week. Is Katie mm-hmm. should have shut Bill down instead of going to have that dinner with him. There's no reason for it. Exactly. Unless you wanted to hear what he had to say about you guys getting back together. Mm-hmm. And like, you, you know, there was no reason for you to go. Exactly. And, yeah, it was just, it was stupid. It was stupid. And disrespectful to her relationship. Right. Okay, what you got? Um, so I would have um, flipped the script with Steffi basically telling Liam not to walk through the door again without knocking, and <laughs> and that there are boundaries, and that he's really crossing, you know, into uh, territory that I'm not comfortable with, and that he needs to go talk to his wife. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would have threw him out myself. I'm a fan be like, you know what? I, I don't even want to hear it. Turn around and go right back out that door. Don't come over here without calling first or knocking on that door like you just said. I don't know how many times people got to walk in people's houses. It's a pandemic. Like, I mean, even over <laughs> at the Abbott Man- Listen, over at the Abbott Mansion, they ring doorbells. Right. You know what I'm saying? You mean tell me at the bold and beautiful with all this security, y'all can't like, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but besides that one for bold, um, writers, you need to give us a little bit more Carter scenario. You know, give us a little bit more skin, just a little bit, not too much to throw you off a daytime television. But you know, give us a little bit more abs, maybe a couple thighs. <laughs> even even the um the real thin silk sheet over the buttocks. <laughs> yeah, give me some prints. I take right. prints. That side hollow, cheek <laughs> hollow. Oh wait, is that too much? I never can tell. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious. That is too funny. Yeah, they could have gave us a little bit more of Carter. Come on, I mean they had. 
Katie turned to one side in that first scene, like she was on cloud nine, she really got her back blown out. <laughs> um, I mean, she was in La La Land. She was sitting up there like Bill who? Right. Bill? Bill who? Bill Spencer? I don't know who that is. <laughs> um. Okay, and then there are some, before we do the seats, um, Okay, so Bree says her flip the script for the young and the restless is Audra secretly flies out to LA and shows up in Victoria's hotel and negotiate a deal for an exec position, or she repeats Victoria's inappropriate behavior to the board of directors. Ooh, yeah, you trying to shut her down. Dang. That's deep, Bree. Um she ain't got that much power. I know, right? She'll be fired before she can get to town. Mm-hmm. Um, Breeze also said for Bold, Sheila's visitor is Justin. He's going to be her defense attorney to get revenge back on Bill. Ooh, that would be interesting. Wow. Did not think of that. Um, And let me see. Any more. Oh, Mary Hilburn. Flip the script. Summer says, is she going to the police anyway? I agree with that. I mean, we saw the Friday previews where Chance was like, if you know something, say it. So yeah. maybe she might blab. I don't know. I hope she does. I hope she do too. Throw I mean her mama is putting her in a very, very bad position. Yeah. All right. So let's do the seats. What you got? Um, who wanna go first? Well, my take a seat is Phyllis for the 80th time in a row because <laughs> what she did what she did to summer this week was awful yeah and yep. then nick just for being the the third wheel and looking all goofy and the when they were looking at is. the sonogram yeah yeah mm-hmm. what you got trish josh griffith oh my god thank you <laughs> that's it because everything else is is all it's all on him yep rolls downhill yeah, it's true. Yep, yep, yep. Um, if I say I, I would, I'm, uh, you know, I'm honestly going to give Daniel a seat. Do he actually think that his sister is lying to him? She is telling him step by step everything that her mom has done, and she's. I guess she's daydreaming about the actual unaliving of of her mom doing that to start too. Come on now. She's being yeah. upfront. I mean, she got way too many details. She didn't just create that out of her, out of the sky. It was like, Daniel, yeah. really? You don't believe your sister? Come I on. can understand why, though. I, I mean, I don't know. She does have a lot of detail, but I can also understand why he's like, you, you're being that this can't be true. Because he was, but you know what? He was even shocked. When 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 Daniel said, you know, now the Stark turned up dead, blah 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 blah, and you know we don't even know how that happened. And then I was like, well, that's because Mom did it, and he was mm-hmm. shocked. And then turned around and said that she wanted me to keep this because she didn't want to go to jail. And then he replayed it all out. He was like, mm-hmm. if this is true, we would be putting mom in jail and we'll never see her again. Okay, dude, then that should tell you that this girl is not making this up. Yeah. You know, so um, 
Now, what you got for bold? Um, wait, did Trish, did you do your take a seat for a while? Yeah, Josh Griffin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yours mm-hmm. was quick and to the point. Um my my bold flips are Liam and Katie. And we know why. Mm-hmm. They're oh, both God, idiots. Liam. Yes. Uh what you got, Trish? Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I mean, Bill, you're a billionaire. You can find somebody else. She's obviously told you no multiple times mm-hmm. and groveling is just unbecoming so I'm going to need Bill to take a seat and oh. then, uh, everything Keisha said <laughs> okay that's a good one I'm sorry I'm going to have to have Mike Guthrie take a seat it's like how many oh, times does Mike. She, yep. oh, how, yeah. how many times does Sheila have to do things to you and you come I sm- love you <laughs> right, and she comes smiling around the corner like a happy little puppy. She smiles like, yeah, honey, I, I got you. You still here, like a fool. Yeah. Right. Eat the canary. It's like, Mike, go go take a seat in your cell and stay there. <laughs> Seriously. And then if I had to give any other seats, um, it's going to always, just like, who said, I think that was you. Uh, Liam, Liam, stop going up to people's jobs. Stop going to people's houses. Go to work. You missing work. You missing meetings. Dude, go take a seat in your office. Right. Either you're gonna trust your wife, or you're not gonna trust your wife. And either way it goes, you need to take that over her. Yeah. Stop putting everybody else in the middle of your crack. Right. Yep. I totally agree with that. So. Well, it was a good one, you guys. Did y'all have anything else? Looking forward to next week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do, for those who subscribe on the YouTube side, and for those on the podcast side, if you want to check out any of the videos, I'm going to do the May Sweeps recap um, for both soaps. I'm telling you, it's it's some crazy stuff coming down the line. If you missed it earlier about Young and the Restless one, which was huge and it's absolutely ridiculous in, in our opinion, but mm-hmm. um, you'll get a chance to hear what that is. Also, hit that like button. And, oh yeah, we got it's some seats in these comment sections. Hold on. Um, wait a minute. Oh dang. Okay, Mary said. Lauren and Lauren and Nick need to take a seat. Um, who else? Hunt Bree says the Abbots. Everyone is rich and grown. Go spend some money and get your own darn house. <laughs> 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 she put the whole house in on the seat. Um, Ron Julian says Nate need to take a seat along with Josh yeah. Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, I haven't put it up. Dang. Jay Money says, have him, have Carter put Katie up against the wall like he did Quinn. Oh, Dang. my. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all crazy. Um, 
Bree also said for Bold take a seat. Liam needs to go sit down at his job and when he gets home from work, get on his stroke game before he loses work. <laughs> well, apparently apparently that's not working for Liam because she's still daydreaming about Thomas even during that that little incident. Oh my god, that is too funny. <laughs> yeah, Liam, you gotta get your stroke game up. Obviously, you just you're not breaking back. You're just tapping. Metal, don't um. throw something into it so it'll stay put. <laughs> What'd you say, uh, Trish? I'm sorry, there's a lightning storm and it's pouring oh. down rain and an umbrella just went flying across my backyard. And so I had to tell my husband to go out there and throw something into the umbrella that's upside down, but don't touch it. Just keep it from blowing around. So Oh, my God. Out there. Oh, okay. okay, y'all don't have a, a, a tornado watch or anything, do you? No, just lightning and rain. Oh, okay, gotcha. Nice. Um, Dewan says, Phyllis need to take a seat for having an innocent woman thrown in jail, and I'm sorry, but Lauren does too. Um, <laughs> Helena says, I took a seat on Bold and the Beautiful and for Young and the Restless. Nick take a seat with his thirsty sister, Victoria. <laughs> Mary says, Liam, take a seat. She also said, Ridge and Nate take a seat. So uh, Janet says, what about, we talked about the Emmy nominations uh, during the, the break between the two soaps, Janet. I think you came in late. So we discussed that already, um, especially the fact that Matt Atkinson and um, Kimberlyn Brown isn't nominated this year. So we did already talk about that in between both soap discussions. And, oh, Ron said Taylor needs to take a seat. Dollar Bill and Steffi need to take a seat because we all know that Sheila will be out eventually. Yeah, well, they need to go hide or something because, yeah, she's going she gonna to definitely be out. All right, you guys, that's all that we have. Again, stay tuned for the recaps, I mean, for the spoilers for the week of May 1st through May 5th and then also the May sweeps. Uh, stay tuned for that video as well. So until then, we will see you guys later. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.